Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we'll analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season or only one episode. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. Rock and roll! Welcome back to Dropout's Total Forgiveness. Yes, indeed. I'm so excited to get back into this one. Very interesting first episode of this. Yeah. And the show is very different in the back half. Yes. So I certainly hope that you listening to this, at least someone listening to this, got a Dropout subscription based off of episode one. Oh, did they? I hope. Oh. I really do hope, because that was a big thing that we were pushing. And uh, I really hope that they were astonished by what happens in (laughs) the second half of this show. So good. So uh, let's get into it, and let's pour one out. What do you got there, Laura? I have a supplement that I feel like you should be really interested in. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, do you take supplements? I I, I don't take supplements. Here's here's a supplement. Are you forcing supplements on me? Yes. You made me a drink? No, this is mine. Oh, okay. But would you like to buy some? Uh, No. Uh, Yes, uh, Allie will need to uh, hawk a supplement whose name I did not write down. I didn't write it down either. I was desperately looking for it. And it's a shame because a big part of it is saying the name of it over and over again. And the fact that I can't find it bothers me. I was trying to see if I could find it. Okay, I can't find it very quickly. Okay. I thought maybe like one quick search of Reddit and I'd be able to get it, but oh well. Uh, but yes, uh, Allie has to push an MLM yeah. in a later episode. Uh, and they do say the name like 30 times and we just didn't. So what actually is your drink? Um, it is fruit punch vitamin water. Oh, getting those vitamins. And uh, I, got a, I put a little bit of sparkling wine in it because... Uh, in another episode, Allie needs to get drunk every morning before they go to work, and they choose champagne. Ah, right, right, right. And they choose champagne, but we both know that they, they're they drinking sparkling wine. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Grant's not... Getting I'm the sure, good stuff. I'm sure BuzzFeed was not springing, or excuse me, college humor, yeah. was not springing for real champagne. Very true. Uh, so I... Have three mezcals. Uh, I'm not going to fully explain why, because that's kind of a spoiler for the ending. And if you're experiencing the show through us, I don't want to spoil the ending. But I'm going to drink these three mezcals throughout the show. Okay. Uh, Just for the listeners, this will be the first time I've ever had mezcal. So I don't know what it is, but it smells like poison. (laughs) So... Why don't you take a 
tiny little sip of mezcal. Uh, no. <laughs> Why don't you take a... You think you can't make it through a tiny little sip? I was just going to get it down the gullet. Why don't you take a tiny sip first? I don't first? want to. All right, here we go. Cheers to you at home. <laughs> Laura, please don't make that face while I'm doing it. I didn't make a face. Yes, you did. Gentle listener, I want you to know that I did tell him that it's a lot like tequila. <laughs> oh, for the first time, I wish we were a video podcast. Oh. He's flapping his hands around, it's, making a face oh. that I can only describe as a toddler's yucky face. It, it's, it tastes like tequila that someone put a cigarette out in. Yeah, mezcal is usually smokier than tequila. Oh, sm- yeah, it's smoky. Um, all right, so there's one. We'll come back to that later. Uh, let's get into this while I compose myself. <laughs> so episode six is worth $2,500. Grant is afraid of needles. And he will need to give himself a shot of vitamin B12. Yes. People pay good money for that. Yeah. So he, not only does he have to receive a shot, but he needs to do Do it it himself. himself. Which is a... Who? It's a bit of a mind twister for me. Because I am not good with needles. Uh, I've had a vitamin deficiency. So I was like, yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. Because I've been vitamin B12 deficient. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do not recommend. Yeah, you should take your vitamins, kids. Yeah, uh, don't don't be B12 and vitamin D deficient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Allie will have to have a snake in their bed. Yes. They will have to share their bed with a snake for 30 minutes. Yes. Uh, Grant will show up unannounced at their home. Yes. So Allie doesn't know when it's going to happen. Exactly. And they will just have to do some snake cuddles. They they don't have to touch the snake. The, they don't have to touch the snake. They don't have to touch the snake. Right, but they do have to be in the same bed as the snake. Yeah, but like they don't have to cuddle. Right, but like... If I were to say you have to be in bed with... A Saint Bernard. You're touching the Saint Bernard. <laughs> I mean, bad example, because, like, you put me in a bed with any dog, I am cuddling that I'm dog. I'm just saying it's a big animal and a small bed. Oh, my God. There's only so much space. It's not like the snake will respect Allie's boundaries. Yeah, neither will a Saint Bernard. <laughs> I'm sorry that I put that mental image in your head. Uh, in any case... I wrote here, Raph's reactions are so good, but I don't remember what they are. I think he just yells a lot. Yeah. Here are some clips of them. Oh, no! Oh! What was the, oh, no! What? You got the words wrong. Uh, but we find out that uh, one of Allie's payments is $900 a month and the other is $200 a month. Right. And that... Uh, they regularly have to defer their loans when they just don't have money. I mean, it's $1,100 a month. 
Yeah, like that's rent in a lot of places. Oh, yeah. Or especially if you have a roommate, like mm-hmm. that's half of rent, like half an apartment in a lot of places. Yeah. So they do a great job of showing with this show, like what it's like to not be able to pay your student loans. And Allie goes through like the process of being like, I need to explain to this person how I don't have money. Yeah. And they have to believe me and okay that. And like, this was all pre-COVID, which right, I think is right. good to point out. Because this, I believe, came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this was before student loan deferrals and before there was any chance of forgiveness. So I, I feel like that is important to mention. Mm-hmm. So they do have that kind of like, oh, I have to... I have to just try to get this. So it's uh it's it's a bummer. Yeah, it, it is it's a true bummer. And again, this show doing a great job of also educating its viewers. So we we get to Grant Grant goes first. Grant goes first. And the things about this needle like keep getting worse. Like, in Grant's words... About that much with a pink liquid, which is shocking. The liquid scares me to death. And it couldn't look more like poison if it tried. And as the doctor is explaining what Grant's going to have to do, uh, she mentions, like, it's going to burn while you put it in. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not what I want to (laughs) hear. I mean, it's kind of like when you get certain vaccines, you can feel them be cold. Yeah. I know that's never fun. No, it is not fun. Uh, they talked to the doctor a bit about student loans as well. Yeah, the doctor good. student loans. It's good to hear, you know, that perspective because med school is expensive. Yeah, most doctors have horrific student loans. And because of the way med school works in residency, uh, most doctors are actually surprisingly poor when they start out. Right. Between med school and residents don't make very much. Mm-hmm. So uh, being a doctor is brutal. In this country. It truly Um, is. So the doctor talks about her experience and kind of guides Grant through the process. Grant has to like pinch his thigh. Yeah. And just inject himself with this. And you can see his hand shaking, which is not what you want when you have a needle. No. And here's the thing about B12. B12 gives you energy. Yeah. You did it. Oh, okay, set it down. Oh, Here's yeah. The ice. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it right? Oh, you did it. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm, yeah. Ooh, rock and roll. Nonstop rock and roll. That's what I'm about. Oh, I'm on one with these vitamins, guys. So Grant is able to do it. But immediately just, like, starts screaming. Yes. Because now he's full of adrenaline and B12. And he says, I'll be fine in five minutes. Smash cut to him lying on the floor on oxygen. On oxygen. Because he was, gentle listener, not fine. He was not fine. So he had to get oxygen after doing this to himself because he was so worked up. (sighs) Ah, fun, fun. But he does it, and he makes $2,500 in the process. Yes. 
Then it is Allie's turn. Grant, on the first night, just shows up without the snake. Yeah. And scares the crap out of Allie. Just scares Allie and goes, hey, I just want to let you know I don't have the snake. And... There's a little note at the bottom that says, Grant doesn't know how to focus a camera. Don't blame the crew. Because he showed up without the crew. Because <laughs> he did it himself. Uh, so the mind games are good here. Just kind of like, hey, I just wanted to scare you. Goodbye. Sleep tight. So then, a couple of nights later, uh, Grant comes and he brings the rest of the crew with him. Yes. And Allie is trying to psych themselves up. Yeah. Because they think they can do it. Uh, they don't bring, like, a little snake. No. They bring uh, a very... They bring the uh, foremost famous anaconda? It's an anaconda, yeah. But they bring the most famous anaconda. Yes. Uh, the the best anaconda money can buy. Yeah, they name a movie that this snake was in. Not anaconda. It wasn't anaconda, though. But yes, it's a very, very famous snake. And uh, they, I immediately fall in love with it. Okay. Because the snake like came out and was immediately just like, saw like its handler and was like, hi buddy. And just like immediate snake cuddles. And I was like, oh, I love this snake. It's adorable. Allie feels differently. (laughs) Yeah. Allie is deeply afraid of snakes. Yes. Uh, so Allie does not find the snake as cute. Now, I should notice, or I should mention, that with this one, every time they bring up the snake, Allie uses the same phrase over and over again. That's so stupid. Yeah. And it's clearly like a panic phrase for that. Yeah, it's clearly like... I know what I'm supposed to be doing in this show, and it's supposed to be jokes and fun, but that's so stupid doesn't make sense. It's Allie's way of kind of saying, like, I don't really want to do this, so I'm making it look like it's dumb and something we shouldn't bother with. It's not me that has the issue. So, Allie, they explain to them that the snake likes warmth because it's a reptile. Yep. So it's going to want snuggles. Yes. And they also say that the anaconda might poop in the bed. That's the part where I'd be like, oh, I don't love that. And if it does, it'll be the size of a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing where I was like, oh, I don't, I don't yeah. love that. The bed is already destroyed from yeah, the, their the spray bed. We tan. must point out is streaked in orange crap. Already. Yeah, uh, which I feel like is uh, to me. I feel like it's the choice of well, I already ruined these sheets. Yeah, I'm gonna use these sheets because like Allie knows it sometime this week. Yeah, that so a my, snake is coming. My thought was that they just were like, let me grab the ruined sheets mm-hmm. and then I will throw them out after the show. Uh, they also do a thing where they explain, like, how the teeth work to make it extra scary. Yeah. She does have 100 recarved sharp teeth for grabbing onto prey. They're recurved so that as a prey tries to get away, it actually digs the teeth deeper into the body. 
if they do feel they need to eat, after they grab onto the flesh of whatever the victim is, they would actually wrap the coils around the body until there's a complete absence of pulse. They do know whether something's alive or not. And Allie tries to psych themselves up. Your hands are shaking. <laughs> and I, I really want to do this because if I don't, Grant gets five grand for taking a B12 shot. And is like, maybe I'll just sit on the bed with it just to like get used to it. And the snake moves and Allie's like, never mind. Yeah, they they try. And they just they can't do They can't it. mentally get over it. So Allie is the first quit of the season. Which means in this episode, Grant made five thousand dollars. Yep. So now I ask you. Now now I want to point out oh, I'm sorry. Uh Grant keeps going, I don't feel good about this. But you know how you can hear that I'm smiling and laughing when yeah. I say that? That's exactly how Grant says it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I don't feel good about this. Yeah, it doesn't feel good <laughs> to win this way. Uh, and Allie is clearly kind of miffed by the situation. Mm-hmm. So Grant does win $5,000 here, so that's pretty great for him. So I ask you, mm-hmm. could you do these? Uh, I could do, I could certainly do the shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have, like, a heavy problem with needles. Right. Like, are they my favorite thing in the world? No. hmm But, like, it's not something I don't think I could do. Uh, the snake in the bed for half an hour? I could probably do it. Okay. Like, again... It's not my favorite thing, but, like, for enough money, probably. How about 2500 <laughs> For half an hour? Yeah. I'd probably do it. Uh, I would probably at least try. Mm. Uh, I think I'd, I'd do the snake for $100, honestly. I wanted to do the snake. I'm going to rephrase this. I wanted to have the snake... Near me. I wanted to meet that snake so bad when I saw this episode. Yeah, you thought the snake was neat. I thought it was... They gave it like a techno music video at one point, and it was awesome. I want to meet this snake. That seems awesome. The snake was really cute. I fell in love with it. I wanted to give it snuggles. The shot. I'm not great with shots. You are not. I think... Sitting here, a podcaster, having just done a shot of Mezcal, I think I could do it. Needle in hand? I don't know what would have happened. I, I don't, I really don't have a lot of faith in you doing this. I, I've never gotten a shot that I've looked at. Every time I've gotten a shot, I have looked away. So, I can't do that if I'm doing the shot. Have you ever, like, given blood or gotten an IV? No. I've gotten an IV. Uh, I had surgery. And uh, one of my last memories before I had the gas on, and then they were giving me an IV. And one of my last memories is, okay, we're going to give you the IV now. One, two, whoops! And then I fell asleep. So, yeah, I have a problem with needles. Um, I haven't in a while because there just hasn't been a blood drive nearby. 
I used to give blood all the time in college. So it doesn't really, like, bug me as much. Uh, we, we had... The seniors could give blood in high school. And I signed up. And then I was suddenly ill that day. I was never eligible to give blood in high school. Because you had to be 18? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was 18 in high school. I was never 18 in high school. A couple of us were, so we all signed up, and then I, I came down with a case of cowardice. <laughs> Not a case of the old cowards. Yeah, I got that yellow streak. Um, I not only gave blood, I then worked at a daycare later that day, and that was the worst part of my Ooh, day. That sounds bad. It, it genuinely was. I got bitten by a child. Ugh. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Then you gotta get a rabies shot. I asked. You don't have to get a rabies (laughs) shot. Uh, But I did ask. Uh, I do want to point out also what happens over the credits in this episode. Yes. Is you see the text messages between everybody at College Humor. Yes. And Allie says, Grant had to get oxygen. And they're like, what? Is he okay? And Allie responds, I poisoned the oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it... They're they're funny little like bits, uh, and this one's a particularly. This is not my favorite one. We're about to hit my favorite one of the uh, the bits on the credits. The next episode. Oh, okay. Um, so the next episode, uh, Allie's challenge is very easy to explain. Yes, Allie <laughs> has to get super super drunk every morning before work. And then go to work. And then work a full day. Grant (laughs) has to... Do you want me to? Yeah, you know what? I do. Because I don't even know how to articulate this properly. Grant has to sit in the middle of the office with his pants off uh, and eat a shepherd's pie and achieve an erection. Yes. Uh, With people in the room. Like yeah. Allie and others. Yeah, not like the full cast, but Allie and like the crew yes. will all be there. They do say it's a closed set. Right. Uh, but it's still Allie. Like, right. It's still Grant's platonic best friend. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody thinks Grant's just going <coughs> to nail it. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, immediately everyone's like, well, that's not a problem for Grant. Yeah. Give Grant something difficult. Yeah. They never explain the shepherd's pie. They never explain, like... It's not a sexy food. They don't say, like, it's his least favorite food in the world or anything like that. They're just like, you have to eat a shepherd's pie. Uh, it's not a, it's not a sexy food, maybe? that's. What's a sexy food there, Lara? Strawberries. Strawberries are sexy? Yeah, like f- your fruit in general. Like your bananas, like your yeah, like, like a, ban- or a plantain. Are you more of a plantain than a banana? This feels like harassment. <laughs> I wish to be excluded from this narrative. What about like a chicken pot pie? Ew. <laughs> I don't know what a shepherd's pie is. That's okay. also another thing. Okay, it's like a beef stew with mashed potatoes over it that is baked. Okay, so it's not. Entirely different from a chicken pot pie. No, I thought that was the bit that you were okay. trying to do. That was my way of asking. <laughs> could have just could have just asked. Yeah, I could have. You're right. 
So, uh, so yeah, he has to eat a shepherd's pie. I accidentally just closed the tab. Uh, so this is a very strange because uh, Allie demands the right to choose what they get super drunk on every morning. Yeah, and Allie short-sightedly chooses champagne. Yeah, I. One, I don't think that's a good choice because it's sugary. Um, it's like sweet, so it's got to have some sort of sugar. Not all it. champagne is sweet. Some okay. is dry. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, Allie points out that their challenge is more of a pain in the ass for everyone else in the office. Oh, as does everyone else in the office. Everyone else in the office is like, we have to deal with this all week. Um, there's one part I love where a Postmate shows up and Allie's like, my Postmates is here. I don't remember ordering Postmates. When did I order Postmates? Yeah, but they're, and by like day four... They are having a tough time. Yeah, the first couple days are fun. Like, the first day is a good time. Uh, They show up the next day, like, talking about how good they slept. Yeah. Like, they come in all refreshed. But as time goes on, they become more and more broken. Like, they can't get through a sketch. There's a sketch that they show them filming about... Yeah, like, they're working with Katie... Yeah. And they keep blowing it, and they keep trying to, like, improv. Yeah, the sketch is Katie's tweet got liked by Steve-O. Yeah. So Katie's like, I've made it. So there's supposed to be one line where Allie comes in and says, like, Katie, we're supposed to work on that sketch, right? And Katie just goes, I will never work with you again. She's like, okay. But every time Allie says, rock and roll... Rock and roll! Katie, were you writing a sketch this week? Yeah, like, they keep improvising, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. This was one of the best um, examples of director talking to actor speak I've seen. Yeah. Where it was like, I love the creativity, but let's just try it as it's written. Just to see. Just to see. What you're doing's great. But I'd like to see it just as it's written, okay? Let's just give that a try. All right, let's go. They do eventually do it. Yeah, the sketch is available on YouTube, so you can watch it. So they do get it. Uh, Towards the end, you can tell Allie is struggling to even get the liquid down. Yeah. Oh, because not only are they getting drunk every morning, like... I don't want you to picture them sitting in the break room with a bottle of champagne. They meet up in the parking garage and uh, get drunk. Yeah, there's a moment where Allie's like crouching on their knees, holding a bottle of champagne. It's like, this looks horrible. (laughs) Allie appears to sleep through most of the last day, which to me... I don't think Allie passes this challenge. No? I mean, if you could just sleep through the day and not do your work, I don't see what the challenge is. Like, and to me, this is Grant dropping the ball. Like... Because they don't rules lawyer Allie? One, Grant should have nipped champagne in the bud immediately. Because... Let's say you're doing this challenge to me. 
and I'm like, ooh, I'll have Malibu. Are you not going to turn around and say, no, you're having Mezcal? I would have gone right to tequila. Exactly. Exactly. But two, I think it would... What would you make me drink? What would I make you drink if you had to drink? Probably whiskey. No. Vodka. No. Exactly. I. You know what? To be entirely fair, though, I have an easier time drinking vodka. It's just I don't tend to like it. I d- no, I know exactly what it would be. It would be future. No, it, it is future. Stay doomed sponsor. Beatbox. <laughs> you would have a different flavor of beatbox every single day. Okay, that's funny. Uh, so, but like, I think it's on Grant that Grant should have scheduled something very difficult. Yeah. On that last day, like a sketch with a lot of physical comedy. Or Allie had to do, like, a pitch, a sketch pitch or something. Allie should not have gotten away with being able to just sleep through the day. Yeah. But that's just me, and I am I am a rule baron. Yeah. That's why I don't play a lot of games with you. Just follow the rules. That's why they're there. They make things fun. Looking at you with your MatPat sticker on your laptop. I'm just saying. Like, you only get so many re-rolls in Yahtzee. If you get more re-rolls, it's not a game anymore. Anyway. You should have shot a Mezcal. (laughs) No, I shouldn't. (laughs) should do that later. Now we are talking about alley drinking, aren't we? Mm. This is Mezcal. Guys, have you ever watched a grown man wuss out of something on a podcast? Because <laughs> I just want... What's great is Mezcal is clear. Oh. So to anyone watching, it looks like Noah is looking at a tiny glass of water <laughs> and just... Fear and anger. Absolutely noping out. Meanwhile, I'm drinking out of a coffee cup. Mm. Do you want to talk about Grant? Yeah, talk about start talking about Grant while I do this shot. So Grant's challenge has like a pulley system. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a pulley system, right? Yes. So um, I have it in my notes as a Rube Goldbergian boner machine. When yeah. he finally um, achieves... Achieves. A bell will ring. Yes. I believe the way it works... A very Rocky Horror. ...is the, the, it will pull a string which will detach a magnet and then the inside of the bell will be free to swing and ring. It's the old swing and ring. Yeah. We start with something interesting. Grant comes into this room where he has to achieve his erection and Allie catches him with an earpiece in because he's listening to porn. Yeah. I think one little element that's missing from this show is preparation. Like, I would have liked to have seen more, like, game time, like... 
all right, here's my strategy and how I'm going to do this. But I think we don't see that because they often didn't do that. Yeah. Like, they go into it without a plan very often. Most of the time. So. The shepherd's pie is good is a note that I have. Yeah. Because he is eating the shepherd's pie during this entire thing. Eating the shepherd's pie, he's, like, closing his eyes and trying to focus and Allie keeps showing pictures to freak him out. <laughs> they show uh, a picture of bad teeth. Yeah. Uh, they uh, Allie FaceTimes Reka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like a needle near an eye. Yeah, which was uh, it? A picture of Grant. <laughs> which, based on Grant's, like persona Grant would joke like yeah I'm good at this ha 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 so then Grant like tries to to like really try yeah uh, and he starts fondling his nipples and and turning everything Allie says around yeah kind of acting like yeah I want this mm-hmm. do whatever you want to me and like yeah. Kind of trying to flip it. Yeah. It's kind of uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, I deserve this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, when there's five minutes left, the lights go red. Yeah, which helps, I yeah. think. Allie's like, this is not helpful. <laughs> this is not helpful at all. And time expires. And, and he doesn't. Grant fails. And Grant fails with his energy of like, oh, did I? Of course I failed. This was impossible. Which means that Grant has lost $3,750. Yeah. And that money is going to Allie. Which means for this episode, Allie won $7,500. Yeah. They also show in a stinger at the end... Allie's driver showing up because they do want to make it clear Allie is not driving home. Right, right. So Allie jumps into the lead with this one. Heavily. Um, so do you think you could do this? I feel like you'd struggle with Grant's. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, like Grant's is physically impossible for me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allie's... I think in the workplace Allie is in. Yeah, it's more acceptable. Yeah, and everyone knows you're doing it. Because Allie does not have to try to hide it. They're not, like, pretending they're not. Mm-hmm. Everyone Allie works with knows they're doing this. Right. So, it takes out a lot of the, like... I think it's funny, because one of the other shows Allie hosts on uh, Dropout is Paranoia. Which is about pretending you're not stoned. Right, which is fitting. But they don't ever have to pretend they're not drunk. Right, right. They're just drunk. Yep. Uh, Yeah, so for me, like, I also agree that, like, the drunken challenge is hard to kind of put into perspective. Because I am not in a situation where I could get away with doing that. No. I will say I went to class drunk once. And it was the worst day of my life. No, oh, It was St. Patty's Day. They should understand. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it was, it was bad. We, it was, uh, I, I had a radio show in college. And 
uh, my co-host showed up with margaritas. And I was like, oh, of course I'm going to have a margarita. It's St. Patty's Day. And I didn't realize until the show was over that I had had too much and I had class afterwards. And it was like an important class. And I just remember sitting there like, nobody talked to me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So, like, for $3,750, if my job was super cool with it, I could probably do it. But I don't think it would be a good time. Grant's thing? Like, I'd love to say I'd do it. I'd love to be able to say, like, yeah, no problem. I think it's impossible, especially for Grant, because we should mention this. We learn from uh, breaking news, uh, true facts about Grant Anthony O'Brien Part 2, that Grant has been taking Viagra since he was 20. (laughs) Off-brand. Off-brand that shows up loose in an envelope. Oh, my God. So... That terrifies me. It also makes me think, why didn't he just take one? Right? Yeah, nah, that just did You had that at your disposal, use it. So that's episode seven. Episode eight. Let's get ready for a turn. So... Allie has to try to uh, sell Herbal Way. Herbal Way, we did have it. <laughs> IMDb had it. Oh, okay. I looked it up while you were suffering. Oh, because uh, I had like two spare minutes while you were freaking out over the first mezcal shot. Mm. Uh, so they have to. They've just moved into a new apartment with new roommates, and they have to hard sell this MLM with an earpiece. That Grant, that Grant is, is talking through. This is like a very classic talk show bit. Yeah, it's very um, impractical jokers. And then Grant's is worse. Grant has to sell $1,000 of his possessions at a flea market. He has to make $1,000. Yeah, makes a $1,000 profit at a flea market selling his own things. Yes, and we've seen his apartment. He doesn't have a lot of things. Does not have a lot of things. So... And in this one, we also get, like, uh, the little interstitial we get that's not about the challenges is Grant going to his second job. Yeah. Grant's a waiter. Yeah. He makes, he says, he implies he makes around $10,000 a year and says, like, during this episode, I could make what I make in a year at this restaurant job. I don't do it because, like, college humor pays me a living wage, but this is mostly so that I have any kind of breathing room. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Allie's challenge is funny. You cringe Allie's so bad during challenge. It. Murdered my soul. Cause here's the deal. Allie is being forced to push this supplement on their roommates, and they've just moved in. And the roommates, it must be said, all seem real cool. Oh yeah. The thing is, like, it's not so much, oh my god, Grant's making me say all these wacky things. It's, Grant's making me say these things to people I don't know well, and will have to interact with forever. I mean, I'm figuring, well, I'll I'll get, we'll get to that when we answer the things at the end, but Allie does do the hard sell 
they try to sell the herbal way. There's a point where they have to use the ter- the word herbal way as many times as possible in a sentence, and I think they yeah. get to like 14. Yeah. I'll say it 15 times right now. <laughs> Since I started working there, you know, it's just been like, herbal way, herbal way, herbal way, yeah. herbal way, herbal way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Almost double that, you know? Conventions kind of turn into like a, people saying it like, herbal way, herbal way, herbal way, herbal way. Herbal way. Um, yeah, it's too much. I'm almost like sick of hearing Herbal way. It's pretty fun. This one feels funny. Like I know you cringed. I it. I got no enjoyment out of this episode. Oh, I I thought this half was kind of funny. Because well, because here's the the truth of the matter. Like at one point, Allie has to put the supplement into. Their roommate's coffee, like, without permission. And one, if that was me, if I had to do that to a person I lived with but didn't know well, I'd feel horrendous. Two, if someone I didn't know well put something in my coffee, I would beat the hell out of them. Like, what the? Did you just put something in my drink? Body slam. I mean, I think that fortunately for Allie, they could come home that night and explain this. Also, there's a solid chance the roommates know what Allie does ish for a living. And they can kind of say, like, it was for a show. Like, it's to help get my student loans. None of their faces are blurred. So I would assume... They would have had to sign a waiver. They, they signed off on this and they got a paycheck of some kind. Yeah. Just for me, like, as a... Like, I'm not a guy who gets embarrassed usually. usually. No, like, I'm so surprised by I'm how upset you are I'm very outgoing. But as a guy who also desperately needed a job some years ago thought I found an opportunity and ended up at a Cutco Knives. Oh, I got Vector. I got Vectored right out of college. Well, I don't know Vector. It's the same thing. Is it Knives? No. I didn't stick around because I went, oh, this is a pyramid scheme. You're a bad person. Oh, really? And then I left. See, I was... Not calm about the situation. See, that's because what I remember about going to Cutco Knives is I was in a suit. I dressed up because I thought I was going to a job interview. Oh, I, I just I thought I was going to a job interview too. And I remember sitting there and being like, "Oh, I, I don't know if I like this." And as I'm like sitting there pondering that. They kicked someone out of the room for not being exciting enough. And I immediately was like, well, I'm the most excited. I don't want to get kicked out of the room. And the whole time I was like, but I don't, I'd rather leave. Why am I, why am I doing this? Uh, I did not end up selling Cutco knives, but, oh. I told a man he was a bad person. I wish I had done that. (laughs) I would have felt way better about myself had I had done that. And this wasn't, like, I don't want you guys to think that it was, like, me being a real badass. Like, I wasn't like, you're a bad person. 
it was like I was so stunned and upset. I was like, "You're a bad person." <laughs> like I was like upset, and like it was just reflexive for me to tell this person he was a bad well, person. I, I should also say I have a, a friend, like a good friend from college, that called me out of the blue and he was like, "Yo, I really want to talk to you about a thing. Can like, do you have time to meet?" And I was like, "Sure." And I met with him before one of my open mics. Like, what does my friend need? He probably has a cool, like, theatery thing he wants to do. And he's coming to me for it. And he's like, so, I work for this company now. No, I own a company now. I was like, oh, no. And one of the first things he said to me was, you're going to love this because everything we do is real. We don't sell lotions. We don't sell potions. And I was like, you just rhymed at me. Ew. And honestly, a lot of the small business people I know who sell lotions and potions are legitimate business people selling. Right. I'd much rather you sell a lotion or potion. Yeah, You're like, trying to make me sell cell phones. Now, I know a lot of great people who make and sell soap. So, uh... so like... The the amount of uncomfortable I felt just being in that room with a friend of mine being like, you are in a pyramid scheme. Well, <laughs> you must stop. Uh, to then see what Allie was going through just like drove me crazy. I I like had my face in my hands for most of this episode. So, yeah, this one didn't really bother me so much. I'll I'll be I'll admit it. The next one absolutely bothers me. Uh, yeah, what happens say, to Grant? You should say Ali succeeds. Yes, makes five thousand five hundred dollars. Yep. Grant. Grant makes some errors. Yeah. Grant is at this flea market. He has brought his bed. He has brought his love seat. He has brought his television. He's brought his shirts. His underwear. He brings everything he owns. He has a Chromebook with a broken A key. Yes. But the A key is part of the password. Oh. I I'm going to guess Grant didn't sell that. No. Because what do you think Grant has on his personal laptop? Well. And I bet someone could fix that. Yes. And get into that. And, uh, yeah, that would be a nightmare. Uh, so, Grant, like, is just going to do the best that he can. In, like... Oh, can, I need to include this quote real quick from Allie. Because it was, like, the lotions and potion thing. Allie actually says, We are a team that believes in magic and placebos. Which... Amazing. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Back to Grant. I'm sorry. Placebo's motivation's great. No, magic. Magic and placebo. Oh, even better. Magic and and placebo's is amazing. Uh, So Grant, like, is over-listing all of his items, which I think is the move here, to be honest. Yeah. Because, like, you don't want to sell your stuff and then not make it. And he has to make $1,000. Like, one of the first things he does is somebody's, like, cool love seat. $250? 
And Grant says, sure. And then she says, it comes with the pillows, right? Which it doesn't. And yet. And he says, you know what? Sure, I'll throw in the pillows. I was like, you've just lost. You've just lost probably 20 bucks. You like, well, No, you just lost, period. Because you just don't have enough stuff anymore. Yeah. To make this goal. Uh, Grant's feeling like super confident. Yeah. And he shouldn't be. And he's like, I got $500, but all the good stuff is gone. Yes. He's now His like. His bed is gone. His TV is gone. And he's only made $500. Yeah. Like all of his big ticket items are gone at this point. Um, and he just has like clothes. Uh, what's very odd is he sells the shirt off his back twice. Yeah, which is funny. Like, he sells the shirt he's wearing, puts on a different shirt, and then someone else shows up to buy that shirt. Uh, Zakoyama finally shows up, who gets a special thanks in every credits. Yes. Uh, he finally shows up, and it's just like, well, Grant, this sucks. See ya. <laughs> It, but we, the day starts to wind down and we realize that like Grant realizes he's running out of time. We realize he's running out of time. Yeah. Grant realizes he's just not going to make it. In the end, Grant only makes like $600. He makes $648. Allie shows up and you can see in Allie's face, they... Because Allie was there in the beginning of the day. Yeah. And then they go just like around the rest of the flea market. Mm -hmm. So they come back and they've had kind of a fun day. Right. And when Grant announces he's made $648 and now he has no furniture, he's trying to be super graceful about it, but he's clearly very upset. Yeah, the reality starts to like And unlike the previous episode where Grant's like, hee hee, I don't feel good about this. Allie's visibly very upset. Yeah. Like, they really feel like, oh, what have I done? And it kind of, like, you could tell Grant's upset, but he, like, he's trying to put on a brave face. Yeah. And he's saying things like, I get why this is funny. Like, Which is sad. really trying. And then, over the credits... We get a shot of Grant's empty apartment. Yeah, like the previous episode, we got their slack. Mm -hmm. And it was just Allie saying the word nut with two T's over and over again. Yeah. This episode, we get Grant, who we've been following for eight episodes now, looking around his empty apartment. And he just goes, well, this This sucks. sucks. And then the episode just kind of ends. It's rough. Yeah, it's like, whoa, this took a turn. It's like watching season three of Moral Oral. It's like, like, oh, wait a minute. My note here is, oh, this didn't feel fun. Yeah. Because on top of that, since he loses, Allie wins $11,000 this episode. Yeah. And all Grant has is the $648 he sold all of his possessions for. Yeah. So, like, when we come back to the next episode, like, we learned that he's borrowed, like, an air mattress. 
Well, can you do these challenges? Oh, yeah. I forgot about can we do these challenges. I can do Allie's challenge. Uh, Allie's challenge doesn't bother me. I feel like Allie's challenge is so easy to explain that night when you get home. Again, sitting here, two mezcals deep, I'd love to say I could. But I feel like if I had to look those people I lived with in the eye and heard Grant or you, whatever the example is in this situation, yeah. tell me to say something I really didn't want to say, I think I would bail. Yeah. yeah honestly, like, I can't forget how uncomfortable I was watching it. <laughs> For me to sit here and honestly be like, yeah, I could do it. I don't know if that's true. I could do it. Um, uh, in terms of Grant's challenge, I know I have a thing of video games in there that I could sell. I also feel the same way that yeah. I would have a leg up on Grant because I feel like I have more superfluous, saleable crap. Yeah. So like, like I don't think I'd end up having to dig down into... Like, things I would miss. Yeah, I think I would just grab the thing full of video games I know I have. Mm -hmm. And because, like, for those of you who don't know, uh, there was a show I was attempting to produce for a while. That'll eventually come out at some point called Game the Gamer. And I was at a point where people would just give me video games. Yeah. They're like, hey, this might be good for Game the Gamer. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you so much. So I have, like... A couple copies of, like, the same game. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. So, like, I bet you... Well, what again, because there's no, like, planning here. I would put a bunch of video games in a bag and call it a mystery bag and sell it for $25. <laughs> like, stuff like that. Uh, the, the fact that there's, like... Because one of the big things that keeps coming up is Grant saying ideas he had later. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I could have went to a thrift store and like bought some stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah you could have. Yeah, a big one. Yeah, you could have. Uh, if you put me in a situation where like I couldn't sell any electronics, I might have a problem. Yeah, but like I, I feel like once you do that, once you start adding extra like rules, well, I'm just trying to pretend like I'm Grant and I don't have things. Yeah, like, if I didn't have stuff, like, I'm looking around and I can see things where I'm like, I have books, I have puzzles. I think I, I would fail this better. <laughs> I don't think I'm, like, like, I don't think I'm selling my bed and my couch and only walking away with $500. Yeah. Like, like I think I'm smart enough to be like, well, where will Noah sleep? <laughs> I think our fail state is just less grim. Yeah. Because, like, I have a lot of, like, vintage toys right right like we just both have a lot more like saleable yeah i don't i don't think most of my stuff holds any actual value mm -hmm. but to the right person maybe who wants to buy a single issue of dazzler i picked out of a dollar bin yeah <laughs> for three bucks uh so now we're on to episode nine grant is a Broken, broken man. Oh, the opening of this opened sad. It, yeah. And Grant wants Allie to go first. And to me, 
this is kind of Grant being like, I have something terrible I'm going to make you do if you don't realize that you've destroyed my life. Yeah. And (laughs) Allie goes, Grant, I know you're a shy pooper. This is... I want you to poop in an art gallery. And in public and everybody has to stand around and watch it. Which... So, this one's bad. Like, on paper, funny. But there's, like, a brief moment where Grant goes, Allie. And then, like, snaps out of it. And it was very close to being, like, a real moment. Yeah. Of Grant being like, I'm in ruin. (laughs) Yeah, like... You can't do this to me right now. Yeah, like, this is following up. Selling all of his stuff. Yeah. So then, Grant's response... And you can tell it's, like, an angry response. Yeah. Like, I almost think this was Grant's final episode task that he had, like, tucked away. Because I think this is the hardest he was willing to go. Yes. It's like, you have to get a neck tattoo of your current girlfriend's name. And... They have to be there. And it's a relatively new relationship. Five weeks, I think they say. Yeah, like, not even six months. So, what I find, like, worrisome about this is... This is enough for Sam to step in. Sam tries to talk Allie out of it. And given your incentivization, it's not your job to dissuade Allie. I think it's my job to dissuade Allie. So I'm going to ask you to leave us alone for a little bit. Gladly. Do a job. Really? I'll see you in a minute. I love you. I love you. It's a neck tattoo. It's I can't a tell. neck tattoo. I can't tell if the adrenaline is making me say yes, but I am, like, fully down to do it. Do not do this. Allie. This I'm, I'm fine with. I don't have any tattoos, so actually I don't know what it feels like, but I'm sure the neck is painful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You said... I'm sure it's painful. Oh, God. There's a piece of me that's trying to decide whether or not I could shut this down. And there is an element of this, like, Grant sleeping on the floor. Where were you then? <laughs> like, why is this the line? And not Grant selling all of his things. Like, Grant could have showed up to work in a, like, a barrel. <laughs> yeah. So I just, like, I found this moment weird. It's one of the moments where... In the early part of the show, everyone's against Grant. But it's kind of fun and cheeky. Yeah, it's... Now now it feels a bit much. And, like, at that point... uh, At that point, it's... At the beginning of the show, it's very much the whole group teasing Grant. Mm -hmm. Teasing and then actual hardship are different animals. Yeah. Like, it's one thing for me to sit here and giggle while you drink 
a couple shots of mezcal. Yeah. You're not dealing with any real... Like, I would never Mm. want... If that was the only food I had, (laughs) it would be a different story. If I was making you... Or even, like, I had... I was making you do two shots of applesauce. Oh. Knowing your dislike of that. Like, your dislike of tequila and mezcal Mm. is comedy. Yeah. Something you actually have an aversion to and, like, actually, like, Mm -hmm. genuinely could not deal with is not funny. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... I have never, even in, when we've done, like, I make you a drink and I'm trolling you in mm-hmm. some episodes of Stay Doomed. I yeah. know we've done that a couple times. We have. Uh, I've never done anything that, I've never even, like, put avocado in a drink. Yeah. Even though you don't care about avocado in stuff, you've told me you don't like it. I do not care for avocado. So, like, I would never do that. I get you. I get you. Like, I would blend an entire piece of cake and put it in yes, the drink. Yes, I remember that. That was fun. So, like... Comedy trolling and actual meanness are different animals. The show just feels very different now. And there is this feeling of, like... There are some people in the office who are just kind of like, Oh, cool, neck tattoo. Like, Jess Ross is like, Oh, can I go? Yeah. And uh, let's just go through what Allie goes through. Allie just goes and gets the tattoo. And Sophia, Allie's girlfriend, is just kind of cool with it. Kind of cool with it. Jess is there being supportive. And it's another kind of fault on Grant, even though Grant is not in the, like, mental place. A lot of Grant's failures don't come from, or all of Grant's failures do not come from quitting. It comes from failing. Yeah. Like, Allie quit because of the snake. Yeah. Grant failed to get an erection and sell his stuff. What a sentence. Uh, Grant does not come up with challenges with a fail state. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. And that's, yeah, that's kind of a mistake on his part. Because it's one of those things where it's not like Allie's going to give up halfway. Once that first letter is on their neck, you might as well go through with the whole thing. Yeah. And to be honest, the tattoo is very small. And... Very elegantly done, so you can't really make out whose name it is. Yeah, and like, I think the idea of it being their girlfriend's name makes sense as an idea, but it's you could have come up with a better, uh, a better horrible tattoo. Yeah, like. Any picture would have been worse. There's but, a lot of worse pictures you could do. Uh, it's also something that's very easy to, like, get covered up. Because, yeah, it's, it's something that's very easy to get covered up. Uh, I've always, like, in the chamber, if I had, if someone was like, I'll get anything uh, tattooed on my body, well, what do you say? In the chamber at all times is, happy birthday, Noah. Because there's something funny to me about it saying happy birthday. Because it, it's also not my birthday. 
Yeah. Like, to me, there's something funnier about that. And that's just like... I didn't even try that hard to come up with that. Like, this is so much worse than what Allie actually ends up with. Yeah. Like, as upset as Grant is, I still feel like Grant's pulling the punch. Yes. Like, it's not... It's not that bad. The The font is kind of done in such a way that you really don't like. Allie would have to tell you it's their girlfriend's name. Yeah, for real. Like, you could kind of just be like, oh, it's a cool design. or I should oh. mention, they are not together anymore. <laughs> They're not together anymore. But Sophia is also totally fine with it. Sophia doesn't get weirded out. Mm-hmm. It, the relationship does not end because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the part where Jess goes, this is like your guy's fifth date. Yeah. It, like talking about how new it is. Mm-hmm. And Allie's like, the tattoo looks really cool. Yeah. Everything that Grant has done has made Allie cooler. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Grant. He's sleeping on an air mattress with the Katie body pillow, which I think oh, yeah. needs to be added to that. Um. So he has to poop in a box. And again with the bell. Yeah. So he has to ring the bell when he poops to completion. They create like an art exhibit that's like around poop. Like it's all about poop. Yes. Like all the, the paintings are like abstract poop related. And then Grant has to enter this thing that like the curtains are low. So, like, you can see him, like, from the chest up easily. Yes. And he just has to poop and then ring a bell. And it should be noted that, like, it's just a toilet in the middle of the room. No plumbing. Yeah. So I was pooping I was into a to... bag. Yeah, he's pooping into, like, he, like a plastic bag tucked into the toilet. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a modified version of a jackass stunt yeah like there's a jackass where Aaron just goes to a Home Depot no no that is uh, Dave England Dave England just goes into a Home Depot yeah and just poops in a display toilet mm-hmm. it's that but without Dave England being like yeah I'm totally doing this right right it's that but Dave England is happy to do it yeah so this is when you kind of start to see, like, things are starting to fall apart. And like, by things, we mean the friendship of Grant and yeah. Allie. Allie mentions, like, we've stopped saying good morning to one another. Yeah, like, things are now starting to feel sad. And they were, like, best friends. And, like, this is one of those things that, it's poop, so it's funny on paper. Yes. And... When it comes to it being real, Allie introduced the artist and Grant silently sits down. And now there's all these people like drinking wine and eating cheese as he just poops in the middle of a room. And you can like Grant is anguished. Yeah, this is upsetting. Oh, yeah. I mean... If Grant doesn't do this, Allie walks away with 15 grand. Yes. So, Grant's really upset and like, 
Allie's having these like whispered conversations of like, it's so quiet. We're gonna hear the moment he shits. I'm sure everyone is gonna be able to hear. It's so quiet in here. We'll hear a thud or we'll hear a fart. A crinkle from the bag that's in the toilet. Like, oh man, this is so uncomfortable. Yeah. And again, it's very funny on paper. <laughs> Grant is successful. Ring and he has the, to ring the little bell. Rings the bell. And confetti cannons go off <laughs> that, like, visibly startle him. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. And, like, a moment that should be a laugh is clearly just, like, an awkward silence. Yeah, it's, it's rough. And Grant's like, I need gloves. Because now he's got to, like, clean this up because there's no plumbing. Yeah. And he is not speaking to anybody. He, well, like, he says goodnight to the crew very politely. Mm -hmm. And then goes, can I go now? Am I done? So, yeah, a a few things I want to say about this moment here is Allie walks up to Grant and is like, hey, just so you know, those are all actors. They're not like real people. (laughs) Like, it's better. And Grant's like, no shit. I'm well aware. I still had to do that. Yeah. And then this is pretty much the best moment in the show. It's a really well done shot. Like, I I really want to spend some time and talk about how good of a job the crew did. Incredible. Because this is a true reality show. There are no retakes. Like, it's very clear that this is real. Grant says, I'm done. Can I? I'm done. Can I go? And walks out this door labeled exit. And they just linger on the shot. Yeah, like Grant goes through. He's gone. But we stay. And we stay. And we linger. And we linger. And we linger. Until Allie re-enters. And like, he's really upset. And they start to follow Allie. And Allie finds another door with an exit sign. And walks out. And we don't follow. And we linger. And I was like, oh, this is like the the visual metaphor of them being so far apart in this moment. Yeah. The fact that in that moment they were able to capture that and make those cinematic decisions is... Un- I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. It's pretty wild. Like, like it's... It's so well shot. It's unbelievably well shot. Especially for what it is. Like, for being a quick moment in a reality Mm. show for what, in another show, they refer to as Diet Quibi. Yeah. Like, it's really incredible for the medium they have. That that move, that that moment is like... It's a swing for the fences reality show shot that... Not a lot of people are ever going to see. And yeah, it's something that it's so real. It's so terrible, but it's so good and it could only exist on Dropout. Yeah. Like everything about that moment. Like we're going to, we have a whole other episode we got to talk about, but to me, that moment is the crowning moment of this show. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, 
They thank the director a lot in this show. And they should. And they should. But that's not a director moment. That's a cameraman moment. Yeah. That is a man in the... Or woman, because I don't know. Person. That's a person in the moment making 100% the right decision. And that is awesome. Yeah, it's just a person who... Sees what's there and takes it. And no cuts. It's a continuous shot. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Ah, so before we move on to this last episode, they both make $7,500. Could you do this? Uh, Grant's challenge? Absolutely not. No. There is no planet in which I can do Grant's challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, I just like my dignity. (laughs) Yeah, you're a big fan of it? Okay. Like, it's really just, I can't. Not, nope. Okay. Nope, nope. How about this neck tattoo? Um, no. One, I can't remember the last time I was in a new relationship, so I don't remember. (laughs) It's got to... It's gotta be your ex's name. Oh no! You cut that I will cut that, but the joke was good. Yes. <laughs> um, jerk. Um, but yeah, like I don't think I would get a neck tattoo of any other person. Yeah. If they were like, get it for your pet, I'd be like, mm, I can see. <laughs> but like, no. Uh, yeah, this is the first one where I'm like, no to, no to any of them. Well, guys, I'm going to be very honest with you right now, okay? Just understand my openness with you and, and, and appreciate it. I don't love uh, where this is going at all. Like many of the ch- other challenges in the past, uh, Grant's challenge, kind of done before. Uh, in my old house... Uh, I had, like, a playroom up in the attic. And the playroom just had a toilet. Like, not a bathroom. But it had a toilet. And as a kid, as a child, we'd get really into video games. And sometimes I'd have to go to the bathroom. And I didn't want to leave. So I'd just use the bathroom. I'd just use the toilet that was there. And it's the wrong thing to do. But yeah, I've done it. It's fine. I think there's a difference. <laughs> I think there's a difference. There is a difference. I think there's a difference between doing this in the 90s with no one filming it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This was going to be one of my dirty laundry secrets if I ever ended up on Dirty Laundry, which is another great show on Dropout. Like... Honestly, you never had to tell another person that. No. <laughs> but I did it for the podcast. But Grant, that's just out there. Yeah. So I, I think there's a fundamental difference. There is. And also, why? <laughs> because sometimes you're playing the Super Nintendo and you still want to cheer your friend on because you hadn't gotten to that level in The Lion King yet. And... and you know. Did you know on the Super Nintendo, if you hit the start button, it would pause? I'm not playing. My friend is playing, and you don't want to break There was the another room. person in the room when you pooped? 
Yes! That's the whole thing I'm saying! No. No. In any case, I don't know about the neck tattoo. Okay, that's the one. I don't like needles. I, no. Yeah, I don't think I could get another person's name tattooed on my body. That's just not a thing I think I could do. So let's talk about episode 10. So things are rough between Allie and Grant. Grant. Uh, We actually start with talking heads of the rest of the cast. Yes, I'm so glad you remember this. There's a a great moment. It starts off with Brennan and Reka, Mm -hmm. who are not people we've seen a lot of. uh, But the two of them kind of are sitting together and they're talking about how things are not really going well. Mm -hmm. And uh, Raph kind of goes like, they're going to be stronger at the end of this. But right now is bad. And then Jess hedges very sweetly and she's like, work is uncomfortable. Uh, I got to talk about this. So the, the visual aesthetic of this is very simple. Like the, the logo is just black text on a white background. Did you notice that as the shows went on, it became more and more saturated no, I didn't. Every episode, it loses more and more color. To the point when we get to these chats with the the uh, the cast, everything's very white. It's very like training area of the Matrix looking. Because huh. all the color has been zapped from this world. Because it was fun and playful and we're going to make some money in the beginning. And now it's a very mundane, drab reality. And the fact that they just kind of like slowly had that creep up on you to this point where like you're seeing Brennan and he looks like a ghost because everything is so white. Because Brennan is pale. This crew is so good. Such a good crew. The, the, like, guys... If you're listening to this, we're like 180-some episodes into this show. We are. I'm a big, like, cinematography nerd. Like, I love, like, when a shot is a painting. I don't think I've ever talked about it this much until this show. I don't think you have. Like, the cinematic choices in this show, this reality show are so good and have so much, like, care in them. Yeah. I love them. Uh, So, Allie arrives, and there's been this ritual in the show where you had to hang up your opponent's W or L if they won or lost. Yes. Allie walks into the room, and the W's already there for them. And they have not seen Grant. Yes, which, like, they take as a bad sign. Like, they're realizing, like, Grant is upset. So, Allie is struggling to figure out what they should do for this final challenge. It is the grand finale of the show. And Allie eventually says, I have a pitch. And then it cuts. Yeah. Kind of implying, like, the worst is yet to come. 
then we get Grant's interview. And Grant's like, I'm out of ideas. Which makes me think the tattoo was originally his tattoo. And Grant, like, demurs that he's fine. But, like, when Grant and Adam talk, Grant admits the show got darker and he's bummed out. Yeah. Uh, Like, he was really picturing the show being more jackassy. Mm-hmm. And Adam kind of is like, look, I want the show to be fun, this to be a good show, but I want to make sure you guys are okay. Mm-hmm. And the only thing Grant brings up doing is horrific. <laughs> Grant's only idea right now... Is to send Allie to conversion camp. Oh. Like, the only idea he has is nuclear horrific. Well, I think he, he's at the point where he's just like, Allie's a Terminator. Uh, he's already done snakes. Like, it's not like Grant can be like, two snakes. <laughs> like, he can't go back to that well. And like, the tattoo didn't stop them. <laughs> so, like, Grant's in this place where he needs the money. <laughs> he's way behind... Yeah, because at this point, like, Allie is ahead by, like, 10,000. Yeah, because Grant's lost twice. Yeah, now, Grant did win in episode nine, but, like... Right, but, like... But Allie also won. Allie won, yeah. Yeah, Allie won, like... Double of their money. Yeah, of the money twice, which is like huge. Uh, and eventually the director says, like, your challenge is a surprise. Why don't you go do that and then reflect on what you want Allie to do? And Grant says, sure. So Grant arrives... Uh, at the, like, a boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And Katie and Jess are there with an envelope and no idea what's in it. Mm-hmm. And Katie and Jess hand him the envelope and his last challenge is, you have to enjoy today with Katie and Jess. There is one catch. And the catch is, is that he has to wear a dopey little sailor suit with a big rainbow lollipop. And... Which Grant adores. (laughs) Oh, Grant's excited. Jess and Katie also get lollipops. Yeah. And he looks dorky, but for the first time in several episodes, we hear Grant genuinely laughing. Yeah. And now they're at the beach, so everything's bright and colorful again. Like, the fact that they give him that big rainbow lollipop, like, reminds you, oh yeah, color. So do you think... College humor paid off the carnival game. Because the next thing they do is win a I carnival game. I was suspicious of this. And Jess screams, and I quote, I want the big gay turd. Uh, I don't think so because Jess is like, no one ever wins at this game. And then they have a continuous shot of her winning. And she, she gets the little ring on the, the glass bottle. Yeah, and she wins a colossal gay turd. Colossal gay turd. And... Uh, they, they're in the photo booth. They're on the Ferris wheel. They're truly happy. Yes. I need to say this, though. And Grant says, the worst part of today was that Allie wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, 
Grant wins. Yeah. Grant wins $10,000 for a thing I have done. I have hung out at the beach with Jess Ross. That's just a real thing that's happened in my life. Okay, that's actually very funny. But did you wear a stupid sailor suit? I didn't wear a stupid sailor suit. I will say... The closing the closing quote from this segment does make me laugh, though. Yeah. Because Jess goes, there's a hair in your corn dog. And Grant just smiles and goes, good. And eats the corn yeah. dog. <laughs> and it's just like... As low as you felt in the previous episode, this is just nice. Yeah. So it's time for Allie's challenge. Uh, Allie walks into a bar and Grant says, your challenge is to drink three nice mezcals with me at the bar. Well, no, they they arrive and Grant and... Uh, Allie immediately looks accusatorily at Grant and goes, you made me go somewhere I needed a valet. That was the challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that line. Because remember, Allie drives the most... The worst like, car. Like, the crappiest car. So the idea of, like, can you imagine having to valet, mm. like, a junk bucket car? Like, I couldn't imagine valeting my car. Right. Uh, with, like, you know, it's coating of Wawa rumors. <laughs> so then a bartender sets up six drinks. Yeah, three three for Grant, three for Allie. Yes. Uh, so they drink and discuss the show. And Grant is very grateful that Allie softballed him. I'm so he, happy you softballed me. And they tell him your friendship is so much more important. Mm-hmm. Meaning the show wasn't a reality show. It was a love story mm-hmm. between two friends. Yeah. And then Allie looks down at their last drink and slides it toward Grant. Yeah. And says, like, if I don't drink this, do you win? Mm-hmm. And they look at someone in the crew who tells them, like, that is the case. Yeah. Grant refuses. Like, yeah, why don't you drink this? And so then Allie, like a cat, knocks the drink over. Yes, and I have a third mezcal next to me. And you know what? I'm not going to drink it. That was the plan the whole time. (laughs) Thank God. And Grant just stares at them. Yeah, like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? And then they're both both a little drunk at this point, because they're not just drinking, like, a shot. (laughs) Yeah, they had full glass. I thought it was a cocktail when I had the idea of, like, oh, I'm just going to do the Mezcal house. (laughs) And then I informed you what Mezcal was. Yeah. Um, what's great is you have kind of an expensive bottle of Mezcal now. Yeah. That you never want to see again. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up cocktails for it. So they're both a little good. drunk. They're both crying. And then the bartender just goes, you spilled your Mezcal. You spilled your Mezcal. <laughs> Fantastic. So. Good timing, sir. We then jump forward in time to three months later. This is wild. And you just see Grant sitting in the office on the phone. I'd like to direct an overpayment. Mm-hmm. And Grant pays off one of his private loans entirely. Mm-hmm. And two of his federal loans are paid off entirely. And Brennan and Trap just stare at him and the group applauds. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's now gone from paying $735 a month to four to uh, 480 So he's saving $250 a month. Mm-hmm. And he talks about like, that's, 
that's wiggle room. Yeah. Like, that's why I was working at the restaurant. That's life-changing. We find out that Allie forgot there was a whole last loan. (laughs) There was an entire other loan they had that they were unaware of. So they consolidated all their loans, and they went from $908 payments to under $200 a payment. $190.84 a month. And their credit score went up 40 points from no longer having a loan. They just weren't paying. Yeah. And so the last scene is the two of them eating at the director's house. Mm -hmm. And we find out that after all of this, Grant now only owes $75,000 and Allie only owes forty six. So each of them has shaved about $20,000 off their principal. Your reaction to it is very counter to mine. Oh, I think it's so... I, I, I'm kind of just narrating for our listeners. Okay. This sucks. Because After like, all this... The feeling was like, like, we have this moment of like, they're eating, they're cooking together, and they're friends and stuff like that, and... Like, they're talking about, like, I've never had this much money in my bank account at one time. And then just to see it go away to go to my student loans was weird. All this other stuff. And then this ending of, like, they're both still in unbelievable debt. Is, like, it is the perfect button for this show. Because, man, they brought us to, like, super lows. And then such an emotional high to just be, like... And now life just goes on and it's still not fixed. It's just better. Oh man, what an ending to this show. Now I will say when they confirmed there would not be a season two, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons Sam mentioned was, quote, their loans are all but paid off now. Yes. So they're so doing I, much better. I did want to have that postscript that mm-hmm. uh, unlike a lot of shows we do, the reason this does not have a second season is a good one. Yes. Uh, we should mention that we did watch the reunion episode. Yes. Uh, not a lot gained from. It's like an hour and it's just an hour of hanging out with people that you've grown to like. Yeah, it's kind of more of a victory lap almost. Because Grant kind of opens with saying like, there's not much on the cutting room floor. No. Like, you saw everything. The big things that we learn is why Zach Oyama gets a special thanks. It was originally half his idea. Yeah. But because Zach didn't have student loans himself, it was deemed too well, cruel. Zach's original idea was a show where you just get to punch Grant in the face. Yes. And then it spun off into this. <laughs> yes. Uh, and... Uh, the other thing that they kind of mentioned was the idea of doing it again, but it being very different. Yeah. Uh, and the truth be told, like, you kind of can't do this one again. No, I, I agree. The only thing I will say, though, there's one thing that happens very early in this show. Yeah. Where Allie is explaining what the show is to their friends. And the response they get is, are they going to do a season two with different people? Yeah. You think this show could work with two new contestants, air quote? I don't know. Because this had such an incredible arc that I don't know that you could replicate it. Because there's, I think there would be pressure to make the story good. I, and I don't know that you could consistently do that. 
I mean, I think there's, they, they did a beautiful job with it. They happened upon a beautiful story. But if you have someone who wants to win more than they care about their friend, this could have been a dark, sad show. Because there is the thought I had. I, I should I should have mentioned this earlier. But uh, I also wanted you to buy Dropout, so I didn't mention this. But the way they promoted this is they put half the episode for free on YouTube. You could watch one of the stunts, and you had to subscribe to see the other stunt. Yes. Uh, I remember watching on YouTube the Grant Poopin episode. And my response to it was, since I wasn't seeing the whole episode, was, I bet you he's putting on how upset he is to make Allie not challenge him. Like, I thought in my reality show brain... This is strategy. Yeah, because like you hadn't seen, well, you hadn't seen the rest and you were watching this in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. You didn't know where in the series this even was. Yeah. Like. Because I do remember seeing the national anthem as well. I was terrified that the twist of this was going to be Grant guilts Allie so much that Grant gets a day at the beach and then the final challenge Grant was going to come back and be like, for your challenge, you have to wax your entire body. <laughs> like, aha! Gotcha! I'm walking out of here with 20 grand. It's why I don't know that this show could ever work again. Because I think either there would be too much pressure to do the nice thing or... Someone would would be the villain. Yeah, someone would choose to be unkind. Because they talk about... Because one of the things about Dropout is uh, you get to be part of their Discord. Yes. So what's very interesting about Dropout is when they drop a show like this, the creators and the stars are in the Discord watching the discourse about it. And everyone was calling Allie a villain. Yeah, people were really... Allie said they got some very abusive messages. Which, yeah, I, like it doesn't surprise me. It's horrible, but it doesn't surprise me. Internet. And there was a couple people who were just like, Grant's not trying hard enough. Yeah. Uh, but like, this show, I don't know if it would work if there were people I didn't already have an attachment to through College Humor and watching their sketches and things like that. If it was just randos? Yeah, because, like, we had already seen, like, true facts about Grant Anthony O'Brien and, uh, like, a lot of their hardly working sketches and things like that that, like, you know, I already liked these people. Um, actuallys. Um, actuallys, yeah. Uh, so I don't know how I would feel if it was like two strangers going through this. If I wouldn't ha- if I would have that emotional connection to these these humans. But overall, I am so over the moon for this show. Yeah, th- I mean, I I think for me this is a stay doomed by virtue of the over the garden wall rule. Yeah. I think the story is complete and perfect as it is. Um, the over the garden ro- wall rule is very seldom brought up in this show. Yeah. It's from a, a very early episode. I want to say over the garden walls, like episode five or six. Uh, it's a single digit episode. It's like eight. Yeah. Um, and I, sometimes a show is just 
perfect the way it is. Yeah, like it doesn't, it shouldn't have a season two because season one is all that it needs. And man, this is lightning in a bottle. Like, you can't ever have this again. And, like, it's weird that this college humor show on this weird streaming service is so beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, like, this show is beautiful. Like... It does just tell a lovely story. Yeah, and, like... The things it accomplishes in, like, educating you about student loans. Yeah, like, it does a few different things. Making you feel like there is nothing like this show. And you just can't do it again. No. So, this is my absolute favorite Stay Doomed show I've ever seen. Really? As in... Show I'm giving a Stay Doomed ranking to. Fair. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't... I think this might be the introduction, really, of the Over the Garden Roll Rule. Because we don't usually, like... I think the only two that ever gotten that exact... Are this and Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. I feel like there was part of me... I think it got brought up during Firefly. The idea of, like, I'm worried season two would be worrisome. I think it might have also got brought up during um, Freaks and Geeks because we knew what season two was going to be. And we're like, oh, yeah, but Freaks and Geeks. I didn't really like the first season yeah. enough to want it. But this show, who like I'm not kidding when I say like talking about this gives me goosebumps. I also have had two drinks, uh, but this show is special and like. I'm really glad that I got to spend time with it. And, like, I hope that this podcast has, like, sold at least one dropout subscription because they deserve it for this show. This is a show that will not get its flowers ever. No, and it's genuinely such a... such a unique, special reality show. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it really should be said that uh, yes, I went to school with Jess Ross, but I haven't talked to Jess Ross in 10 years. So we are not sponsored by Dropout. Like, they did, they're not promoting this show at all. They do not want... Like, no, but like, if you're interested, Sam. Yeah, if you're interested, by all means. But I don't want you to also think that, like, someone put me up for this review because they haven't. Uh, be a lot cooler if they did. Be cooler if we did. And we gladly would sell out for it. Uh, and, but we'd be upfront about it if we did. Uh, We'd also wouldn't make fun of them the way we make fun of beatbox. That's true. But I just want to say, like, uh, this is a genuine, you should check out Dropout. Um, And we know recently that it's cheaper if you go through the website because we canceled it on Roku and (laughs) then did it again through uh, the computer and it was cheaper. uh, And the Discord thing was a lot easier to figure out. Uh, So... Get it for, like, there's a lot of good stuff that just went up in Game Changer. Uh, they're making more, make some noise. They're making more breaking news, and they're I making love more breaking, breaking news. news. Yeah, like, I highly recommend, like, it's cheaper if you get it for a year. Get it for a month and just, like, really spend some time and enjoy it. 
for when you have it because it's it's a lot of fun and it's very like it's special because it is so not corporate. It's a bunch of shows that shouldn't exist. Yeah. And yet they do. And this is probably the best example of it. And it's awesome. That being said, uh, after you're done, be sure to sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash plus two comedy. You can join our Discord. And uh, thank you to Matthew for being a super cool patron. And if you're a patron, you get to help decide what we're going to be watching next week. Because we don't know what we're watching next week. I'll be putting up a poll very soon. Uh, because we're going to need a little bit of buffer before we jump into Taskmaster. The U.S. one, not the U.K. one, 15 seasons. That's against the rules. That's against the rules. Too successful. Where can people find us? You can email us at the Stay Doomed Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And if... I'll say this again. If you want to write jokes for me and have me do a set based off of the jokes you write, I'm at Plus Two Comedy. And if you knew what Mezcal was the whole time, I'm at Priorities. Until next time, stay doomed. <laughs>